The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me. And I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com, and use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Hello, I need a breath. I'm Lexi Lombard. You're listening to a new episode of the At Lexi podcast. And let's all take a couple deep breaths before we get started. This is a self-improvement episode by its uh, its notes that I've written. So let's take a couple deep breaths before I get started, simply because I need them. And who who doesn't like a breath? Who doesn't need a breath? All right, ready? Breathe in. Breathe in. Okay, let's get into the episode. I want to dedicate this episode to Jenny from Where I Live, where as in W-E-A-R. She is a YouTube friend of mine who recently created a video concept called Routines That I Didn't Quit. And I was so inspired by that idea. And that idea was inspired by one of the people in her comment section leaving potentially a good nature comment, potentially a bit of a hate comment, who's to know? Someone was calling her out saying, hey, I noticed you make a lot of routine videos. How often do you actually stick with the routines? And she was like, all right, well, let's figure it out and made a video going over all the habits that she didn't quit this year. Got me to thinking, what are the routines and habits that I didn't quit this year? And I came up with a list of 10 of them and I wanna go over them and give you guys some something to think about. The first one is a wake-up time. I began this in 2020 when I really had nowhere to be outside my house because we were in quarantine and lockdown. So I just decided 8.30 was going to be my wake-up time. I began it in the spring and stuck with it all through summer or so. I mean, I was lenient. I would say 9 times out of 10, I would wake up at 8.30. 
and then throughout this year it's more like 9 30 now but i have a time that i expect to be up by and unless there's another circumstance i stick to that and that has helped me so much because once you're out of high school and you're in college or just you're not working maybe a typical schedule and you don't need to wake up at the same time every single day it can get you out of sorts and having your body on a routine no matter how creative and flowy you like to think you are i think a lot of us are in denial that we thrive on routines i was in denial of that for 15 years of my life probably probably from age 10 to 25 i was like no i don't i want to do what i want when i want at any time and it's going to be different every single day and having an expectation of when my body is going to start the day not only does it help my day it also helps my night because i end up going to bed around the same time i like to be asleep before 12 30 nine times out of ten the second habit this was implemented in june of this year and that's training i began working with a personal trainer her name is jane her username on instagram is jane k simmons if you want to find her and I began working with her twice a week in June, and so we're coming on six months now. And that has done such good things for me. We focus a lot on lifting. It's a lot of strength training, so deadlifts and squats and kettlebell swings and sprinting and agility, and I'm trying to learn a pull-up right now. And that has been such a good thing because a lot of us, when we age out of sports and we're not physically active anymore by our schedule we lose touch with our body and having a relationship with my body where i can acknowledge certain muscles and feel them and stretch my body and make it sore and stronger and faster is a really exciting experience personal training has also propelled me into other sorts of fitness i began taking bar classes this year and i take probably about one bar class a week. Also, congratulations to the Copple Hill Bar Method on your seventh birthday. I just so happened to be at the class on its birthday, so shout out Bar Method. Y'all y'all keep me entertained most Saturday mornings. And wow, can you tell that I don't have a thriving sex life? Saturday mornings, I go to bar class. That's how you know I'm not having exciting Friday nights. That's how you know. Anyway, number three, this one's more shallow, but I wanted to take note of it. This is the first year in my entire life that I have regularly gotten haircuts and gotten my nails done. I hated haircuts for so much of my life. I always thought they looked bad. I used to embarrass my mom because as soon as I would get my hair cut as a kid, I would put it into a ponytail and leave. That's so rude. That's literally so rude. But anyway, and then in my adult years, I would do my hair and then I probably wouldn't get it cut again for six months, seven months. And this year, I regularly got haircuts and also kept my um, nails and my toenails clean, clear, and groomed. Which does a lot just for your overall appearance. You look cleaner and more put together. And I think the act of getting my hair cut and having my nails done also, I think it also helps perpetuate that idea that I have my life together as much as I have control over it. Number four is punctuality. That is a habit that I began implementing in 2020 because I had nowhere to be. So when I would have a plan, I was never late for it because it was probably my only plan. And then after 
several times with being on time or early to events. I realized how rude it is to be late and I finally began being a little more considerate of people's time, something that I was so selfish with for a lot of my young adult years and now I would consider myself a punctual person. I'm kind of a slow moving person, I like to take my time, but I now know that about myself and I'm starting to get a better concept of time, better time management skills, and even if it does take me a long time, I will prepare for it and I will be there on time. Number five is meals. I was a big meal skipper and it never did anything good. Um, it usually just made me have like a gigantic dinner and 15 snacks. I would oftentimes skip breakfast or lunch out of laziness or being in a weird cycle of having like a ton of late night snacks and then still being full by the time I wake up and then having coffee or something and then only having dinner. And I have such better energy and more stable energy when I have a little something in the morning, something middle of the day, maybe like early evening and then dinner. I, I'm much better and I... I think it's done a lot better things for my mind and my body. And going off of that, number six is cooking. That was also something I began in 2020 and have only gotten better at in 2021. It's cool how a lot of stuff is truly just practice. I'm someone who gets very stuck on if I'm not naturally gifted at it, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm such a little stubborn asshole when it comes to things like that. For example, I tried knitting yesterday didn't come easily to me. So I was like, mm, this is just not for me. And that's so not the way. Let me tell you, that is just not the way. And cooking was something that was not easy for me. I didn't understand it. If I can give any advice, the biggest thing that helped me enjoy cooking is mise en place, which is the concept of preparing all your food before you begin, having your spices ready and measured out, having your vegetables chopped, having your meat chopped or whatever you're, you're cooking with, having it all portioned and right in front of you and that has made cooking a lot more fun i also love styling plates i love making a meal and then decorating the plates to look beautiful and putting the sour cream and the herbs and the pepper on in a way that is picturesque so cooking has been a cool one and i'm excited for that to only get better and i like the idea of understanding flavors and how they work together uh and how to make a really yummy, good tasting meal. The seventh one will be no surprise to a lot of you, reading. And what propelled my reading was for whatever reason, I learned about Goodreads and you can make reading challenges on them. So I decided to read 21 books in 2021. And the idea of plugging in a book and marking it as read gave me a high, like an embarrassing high. You can tell what a lame year I've had. I have my life together, but it is just, it is um not a spontaneous fun one, might I say. Maybe I'm being hard on myself, but I'm looking at this list and I'm like, who's, hello? Oh my god, I just got a really exciting package. <laughs> Dr. Dennis Gross sent me their light therapy mask. I'm so gonna use this. Oh my god, I'm so excited. My friend Claudia has one and I used it while I was at hers and ah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't tell if I'm a loser or not because my life is very different this year than it has been in all other years. I swear, I swear I went to bed a type B person 
and one morning woke up a type A and have never gone back. I was queen of being messy and late and not getting my hair cut and having chipped nails and having makeup left over when I woke up and staying out all night and dancing and drinking and partying and having fun and meeting people and now I wake up and I go to bar and I cook and I read and number eight is my skincare routine I've kept up with which has improved my skin so much I had no idea how bad my skin actually was I was shown via camera roll old photos from 2016 and I had some bad skin. I really did not take care of it and now I think my skin's pretty great. I'm very happy with it and it's really just consistency. I will say one of my favorite skincare products that I've discovered this year is Paula's Choice BHA. I don't know the science behind that product. All I know is that when I use it, my skin is doing well and that has been helpful. But I don't know that I finished what I was saying about reading. I could go on about reading and the importance of reading. Reading is good for your self-esteem. It's good for your confidence. It's good for your vocabulary. It's a healthy time passer. You get to go to a bookstore. I love going to a bookstore. I love the satisfaction of finishing a book. I love, I, I don't know, I, I really love reading. And I really re-picked it up this year and have enjoyed it. So then eight is skincare, nine is phone out of my bedroom. I don't remember when this began, but I keep my phone charger in the kitchen. I live in a small apartment, so you could keep your phone in the hallway or the bathroom or whatever. Um, I just don't leave it in my room because one of my favorite things to do is just fantasize. I love to spend time in my own head. I love lying down and those moments before you go to sleep and you can close your eyes and think of any dream you want to dream. You can think of uh, your future or your... Uh, I, I don't know. It's different all the time. I love drifting off to sleep by... I keep wanting to use the term daydreaming. I'm trying to avoid it because that's not what it is. So I keep saying fantasizing. But I, I don't know. It can be about people, places, things, anything. And I love that. And when I have my phone in my room, I don't do that. I will scroll on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, until I fall asleep. And I don't, I don't like that. I also love when my door is shut and I just don't have electronics in my room. And I'm... It makes me feel like a little kid, and I think it helps with my creativity, genuinely. I'll keep my books in there, I keep my notebook and my pen, so I'm fine writing, I'm fine reading, but I just don't want to have my devices. And the 10th routine that I didn't quit is posting vlogs on YouTube all year, baby. I didn't miss a week. Some weeks I posted two times, some weeks I posted three vlogs. And if you want to go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Lexi Lombard and marathon anything, my year is there. My year is there. It was out of true desire and passion. I love posting on YouTube. Those are my 10 habits and routines that I didn't quit this year. Other, well, at least those were the positive ones. Um, negative habits that I didn't quit this year. I still pick my skin when I'm stressed. I get my face real close up to the mirror and I 
examine my pores and will pluck my eyebrows too thin or pinch any even remotely existent blackhead I can find. And that is a habit that I want to quit. And then habits I want to implement for 2022. I want to get up earlier in the morning. I love the idea of getting up at 7.30. Right now, I woke up at 11 today. I wanted to sleep. That was a goal. I was very poorly rested this week. Doubled down on the CBD and knocked out and I had a lovely night's sleep. But I love the idea of waking up at 7.30 drinking coffee or tea, reading my book, having a filling breakfast. One of my favorite YouTubers and Instagrammers is It's Blitz with, I don't know, three, four Zs. And you can tell that she's a smart girl. She's a smart girl. And I have a lot of similar interests with her. And she's such a great example of someone who was a baddie and is now a goodie. And I think that's one of my favorite genres of <laughs> Ew, I can't believe I just referred to a person, a full three-dimensional person as a genre. Ugh, and that's what personal branding does to us. We think of people as things. Okay, I am so sorry, Julia. I'm so sorry. You're truly more than that. But I love hearing that she came from a past of dancing and being a bottle girl to horseback riding and caring about making really intentional meals and she's very clean and she has her cats and she wears black turtlenecks and I don't know I find her so fascinating and on her Instagram she posted a simple morning routine and I wrote it down just to see what it would be like and it was get up drink water eat a filling breakfast clean your kitchen and do your dishes brush your teeth and floss Make your bed, put on an outfit, read 50 pages, go for a 15-20 minute walk, and make a snack. And I did that this week. And let me tell you, it got my day off on a very good start. Because those are all very, very simple, basic, rudimentary tasks. But how often do we get caught up in the swing of things? Whether it be sleep and then just pouring out of bed and getting into our car as fast as we can and making it to work or we wake up and spend way too much time on Instagram and then same thing are in a rush no wake up drink some water eat a filling breakfast clean your kitchen do your dishes brush your teeth and floss come on I don't floss enough I bet you don't either but maybe I'll start doing it more anyway doing this little to-do list was so good so I would like to wake up at 7 30 7 45 even and have it all done by 8.45, 9.30, and really and start my work day at 10. I think that'd be great. Okay, the next habit I want to implement for 2022 is running. Last Thursday, I discovered on the Nike Run Club app, which is a free app, they have guided runs. And I had signed up for a 5K, and I ended up not going... Hello, I put you on Do Not Disturb. Uh, long story short, I signed up for a 5k and then I didn't end up getting to go. So I saw this grateful 5k on the Nike app and it was a guided run. I was a little curious, like, what does that mean? So I ended up putting in my headphones and getting out and taking this guided run through my neighborhood. And I had a coach coaching me in my ears the whole time. And I run really well with a coach. I love having a trainer, so why wouldn't I love having a coach? It seems very expected. 
feels very expected that I would love this, but I think a lot of you would also benefit from it. In this particular Grateful 5K, I spent the first part of the run thinking about what I'm grateful for, thinking about the helpers in my life, whether it be friends, family, people that work at the cafe, the dry cleaners, whoever, the people that I just feel a little connection with and I have gratitude for them or my favorite breakfast and having a coach distract me but also help me focus on my running has been really good so much so that I did a speed run on Monday, I did a lunch run on Thursday and I did a long run today which was so great. I ran over three miles and one of the biggest running tips I can give is slow down. Slow down. Slow, slow, slow down. You're going too fast. You're going to burn out because that was my thing. I would run with music or whatever and I would get into the spirit uh, at the beginning because I was so motivated and excited that I was even going on a run that I would burn out and be able to run barely a mile. No, 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 run slower. Now that I've been running slower and I've done four of these guided runs, I already can tell after it's, it's been, I began last Thursday, so not even two full weeks and I can already feel massive improvements in my running. So I really wanna get into running. I wanna add that into my week. It feels really good and I never thought I could really, really like running. I have Nike to thank for it. I need to thank them for the six week campaign that I did. I'm not affiliated with this app, but it's really helped propel me into continuing this outside of the campaign. Number three is laundry. I let that pile up. Girly has a huge stack of laundry almost always. And I've gotten pretty good about washing my sheets every week, but ugh, I will let the clothes pile up. And I think it's also a little bit of a New York thing where I only have so much closet space that I kind of need a pile of laundry. Because if all of my clothes are clean, I don't have room for them all. But my cousin Morgan is insane at laundry. I mean, we will go on a weekend trip and she'll do two loads. Like, I will never go on a trip or visit Morgan and not go home with clean laundry, ever. She's the queen. She's the queen of it. And I went to Cape Cod with her to visit my aunt and uncle and cousin last week, and I told her she inspired me. I'm going to add laundry onto the list. And going off of that, just general deep cleaning, like really scrubbing the oven or the ceiling of where the shower is and wiping my mirror with Windex, not fabulous. So I'd like to do that and then have it so I wanna quit. I'd like to have a little bit more positive self-talk. I know that I have relatively good self-esteem and, but I'm still kind of a bitch to myself. Like I'm not the nicest person to myself. I'm probably nicer than a lot of us are to ourselves, but a lot of us are so horrible to ourselves that it doesn't mean very much. Like I'm, I'm still not great to myself and I would like to quit that just have more positive self-talk. Something else I'd like to get rid of. I would love to stop picking my skin. I'd love to get even better at the meal thing. I would love to have like a nice breakfast, lunch, and dinner six or seven days out of the week. That would be so ideal because my body, my body loves a meal. My body loves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I thrive. And they don't need to be like gigantic meals, but they don't need to be wimpy, tiny ones either. It's just... I think eating three to four times a day is a fabulous thing and I feel my best. So I want to continue doing that. And right before I got to recording this episode that you're hearing with me, I was FaceTiming with one of my best friends, Kaylee, and 
Ugh, I miss that girl so much. We talk every week and it's sort of like a little catch up. I gave her some homework. And I know the word homework doesn't sound that fun. So I gave her a challenge and I wanna pass the challenge along to you guys as well. And it's to observe. For the next week, observe what you're doing because you have a few more weeks until it's the calendar time to come up with New Year's resolutions. You can come up with resolutions any day of the year, but January is the time that a lot of people make them. So until then, why don't you just observe how you spend your time for the next week? Notice how much of what you want to do with your life and how much of what you're actually doing with your time overlap. The more overlap, the better. It means you're in alignment, but take note of it. And then you can, you know, go as far as if you want to make a list of routines that you didn't quit, habits that you want to implement by all means. But I think it begins with observation. Observe what you're doing and no judgment around it. No judgment. Just take note. And if that's you spend a lot of time on your phone, take note of that. It's not abnormal. Like we're living in a time where phones are everywhere and everyone is communicating with us through our phone, whether it be friends, family, brands, work. It's a lot of it's on our phone. So don't blame yourself for being subject to that. Uh, If you find yourself eating at home a lot or not eating at home a lot or leaving a mess or being really clean or traveling or not, you know, whatever it is for you. I don't know your life as well as you do, but take note of it. And on that note, I'm going to get into your questions, but first a word from this week's sponsors. Our holiday season is upon us and RSVP yes this holiday season with versatile outfits for every invite from Express. There's confident boosting styles designed for real life versatility and every holiday event. 24-7 comfort with premium high quality details and designs. They have the new and now sweaters and tops that are really soft with fresh silhouettes, sparkle and shine embellishments. They have their body contour line with smoothing and sculpting silhouettes that define your figure. New and cozy materials with over 1400 raving reviews. They have extra super soft denim, which is their coziest denim inside and out, and a super soft brushed interior also for maximum comfort. And of course, outerwear, because it does get chilly for a lot of us during the winter, that comes in merry and bright colors. So find a fit for every RSVP at Express in-store or online at express.com. Going to my Instagram to find your questions reminded me that I have to thank you all. Anyone who posted or shared with me that I was your top listened to podcast on your Spotify raft or top five, whatever, this is the first time I've been able to have content that was featured in a Spotify raft and it was the most exciting thing ever, okay? Like I launched the Ana Luisa Lexi earrings this week and I still think seeing you guys post me on Spotify raft was more exciting. Now that I'm not excited for the earrings, by all means, if you go to analuisa.com, type in the Lexi earrings, the Lexi goddess necklace now has a baby sister. So you can get little hoops that have the female body on it. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now let's get into the questions I posted on my Instagram, which is the same username as the name of this podcast. Ask me questions for the pod. The episode theme is habits and routine. Charlotte McKee, love you, Char. What do you do when you're feeling down? On a day that I'm feeling down, I would follow the it's blitz routine, the get up, drink water, eat a filling breakfast, 
clean your kitchen, do your dishes, brush your teeth and floss, make your bed, put on an outfit, read 50 pages, go for a 15-20 minute walk, and make a snack. If you can get through all that, you can check <laughs> check yourself for the day. Like That is good enough. And if I'm feeling down, doing something that just feels normal and healthy always makes me feel a little bit better. I used to lean into something more indulgent, something naughtier, and I found as I've gotten older that doing something like flossing and brushing my teeth and doing my dishes makes me feel actually better than post-meeting a fried chicken sandwich or something, you know? And there's time and place for both. Sometimes the fried chicken sandwich delivery does hit the spot more than doing your dishes, but sometimes it doesn't, and I think self-growth is knowing the difference. Rommel T. Jeb asked, favorite part of your morning routine? To be honest, I hate my morning routine. Like, I still have not established one. I have a very solid night routine. I will do my skincare routine. I plug my phone in. I get into bed and I read or I write until I turn off the lights and then I just get into my own head and think about whatever I want to think about until I drift off to sleep and I love that. Sometimes I'll even pick out my outfit that I'm going to wear the next day, Uh, but my morning routine is still just kind of a mess. I don't like it yet. Editing Lexi here to clarify that I only have a morning routine or I do have a morning routine on days that I go to training. But on days that I don't go to training and I work from home or it's a weekend and I wake up and I have nowhere to be, that is when I struggle. It takes me a long time to feel satisfied. I honestly feel like my favorite part of my morning routine is once I'm just recording or editing or doing emails. Like I like the work aspect of it. I don't have fun with my routine in the morning yet and that's what I'm really looking forward to implementing. Lizette Angle, <laughs> maybe that's it. How to have good spending habits, I'm too impulsive. Well, I think living in a small space helps with impulse spending. All I think about is when I buy something then I have to find a place to put it and that's not very easy. How to have good spending habits, if you have any friends that are also more frugal and they don't mind doing something cheaper, like instead of going out for a bunch of cocktails, if you just have drinks at home or something or instead of getting breakfast together you guys go get coffee together or uh so the spending is limited see the thing is to figure out how to stop something you have to figure out why you're doing it in the first place like where is your impulse coming from these questions are harder than i thought to answer because routines as much as they are overlapping like we all need to wake up at some certain time we need to eat or drink water at some certain time. We all have money that we will be spending. Like we all are, you know, we all have similar tools and it's a matter of when and how we do them. Ah, it's so individualized. This is why self-help books I have a hard time with because I'll read about how X, Y, and Z changed a person's life and it's like, that's not gonna work for me. That's simply not how I operate. So my overarching message out of this episode is that you need to get in touch with yourself and find what routine is going to work best for you. For such a long time, my morning routine was my night routine. I like to get up and leave. I didn't like to have any time at the house with myself before I had to get up for class. So I did everything the night before. I had 
my coffee mug ready, my water bottle filled, my outfit picked out, my phone charged, my backpack packed. So all I had to do was wake up and I could be on autopilot and leave. Whereas now I don't mind having a little bit more free time and now I'm trying to figure out how to fill up my morning and I know things that I like to do. So it's just a learning process. Emmelyn Spica said, how to have a routine in the constantly changing environment of college. I would recommend a wake up time. Set your alarm for a time that is comfortable for you and wake up at that time as often as you can. Ideally seven days a week, but if all you can get is five, sure, whatever. And if you're normally waking up for class, then you wake up, you go to class, but on the days that you don't have class, instead of sleeping in, wake up at that time that you're comfortable with still, and then give yourself a nice morning. Find something to do with that time. Tatum Chase asks, what are some good habits, routines for eating better and cleaner? Cooking, definitely. That would be my answer. Getting the ingredients, chopping them. I love the idea of putting my energy into the food that I'm eating. Also, I can customize it, so I'm someone who doesn't like a lot of cheese on stuff, so I'll just add a tiny amount. Same thing with sauce. I, I like that I can put the amount of sauce that I want on something, the amount of dressing that I want on something. If I want to go heavier on one ingredient and lighter on the other, I have control of that. Michael Pollan said it. The healthiest American diet we can have is cooking for ourselves. Alma Villarreal said routines help me through grief. Oh, totally. I believe I've said this before, but after my mom passed, instead of spinning out of control like a lot of people do, I was so fearful of that. And I wound myself into this tight coil of neuroticism. And, and routines, I suppose, I could say they got me through grief. I'm still grieving. But having my routine is keeping me sane. Nagin Fade said talk about grief. <sighs> Maybe. If you feel like listening more, I would listen to my dealing with death episode on this podcast. Sarah Bookman asked how to get back a good sleep routine and fall asleep easier. Uh, I mean, you hear all the normal things, so I'm just going to bypass those. Like, don't look at your phone before you go to sleep, whatever. I really think regularity is huge. Having a time that your body expects to be in bed by, having a time that your body expects to be up by, and also sleep hygiene. You should keep your bed strictly for sleep and sex. Uh, I will say as a caveat, there is a different experience when you're lying on top of your made bed versus under the covers. I don't know what the scientists of sleep hygiene would have to say about that, but get into the habit of only being in your bed for those two things. rc.glow asked what bad habits did you used to have that you were able to break? Getting into cooking helped me break the habit of skipping meals. It kept me eating regular, which I'm so grateful for, because I always have something in the fridge that I can heat up. And I think preparation is your best defense because when I got back from my weekend trip and I had no groceries, I had a super unhealthy breakfast that was just not nutritious or beneficial in any way because I didn't have anything. But then I went to the grocery store and I got fruits and vegetables and grains and protein and all of the fun stuff. I was able to have a nice set of meals for myself. So cooking helped a lot with that. Katie Hess asked for routines that I didn't expect to have such a positive impact on me. Reading. I knew I liked reading, but I love 
reading now. I love it. And I did not know how much reading would play a part into my year. Books were a huge part of my year and I'm excited for my future of reading and all the different books I'll get to read and all the authors, stories I get to experience and information I get to absorb and learn. And I'm getting to the point where I would love to meet certain authors and hear them speak and go to book fairs and nerd out at those things and go to lectures. So that's had a really positive impact on me. You guys have so many questions and I hate to do this to you. So I'm actually recording this on a Saturday evening. I've got plans. I'm going out tonight and I need to start getting ready. I need to get out of here. I love you all so much and it really means a lot to anyone who has left a positive rating or a positive review on the podcast app. Thank you guys so much and I will talk to you next week. XOXO, Lexi. Hi listeners, it's Melissa Gorga from The Real Housewives of New Jersey and I'm so excited to announce that I'm getting into the podcast game. My new podcast, Melissa Gorga On Display, premieres December 2nd and I want you to be the first to hear it. Catch up with me and my celebrity friends each week as we discuss fashion, entrepreneurship, being the cool mom, and the importance of treating yourself. Plus, I'll give you the behind-the-lens look into my crazy life. You think you know it all from what you see on TV, but believe it or not, there are things the cameras just don't catch. That's right, I'm taking my life in front of the cameras and going behind the mic. So grab a glass of red wine and a sprinkle cookie and join me as we celebrate life and style. It's my life unfiltered. It's Melissa Gorga on display, available December 2nd on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dad's Mr. Popular at the JCPenney Father's Day Sale. From teas and tech to fragrance and fitness, find cool gifts for every kind of dad. Surprise him with an iTouch Active smartwatch, now $29.99. Score major savings with doorbusters like St. John's Bay Polos, just $7.99, and shorts, $16.99. Plus, shop extended store hours Friday and Saturday. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Offers valid on select styles through $6.19. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters and smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Remember how 15 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, I used all those savings to buy that golf club that swings for you. But now everyone who plays golf is really good because, you know, the club swings for you in in the future, which is now. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary.